0: From matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective even our perspectives might not be shared all right what is going on what is going on all right we are here at the beginning once again with another season of married at first sight now it is in we we left where were we at houston something no we're not houston where were we san diego and now we are in Nashville, Tennessee. Yes. Nashville, Tennessee. What do they call it? The, the the music the music capital of the world? Um I used to watch the show Nashville. Um that was pretty good until I like fell off of it. But I really wish how I, I, really, I wish I could get back into it, but I'm just busy. And I mean I know it's done, I know it's been done, but you know, I wanna see the ending. You know, I, I remember Gunner and um oh, what was her was her name Chloe? Or maybe that's her real name. Savannah? Was that her name? I don't know. But, but whoever Gunner was um, madly in love with, that was my chick. Um, but, uh, all right. So season 16, episode zero, matchmaking special in Nashville. All right, let's go. Let's get into it. I think it's probably going to be a pretty short episode since it's just the matchmaking stuff. You know what I mean? So, um, so at the top, pastor Cal tells us that 13 couples are still together 11 of the married and and there's 11 married at first sight babies so there you go uh devin franklin is back and so is uh pia holick there she's back so they're going to be you know the guest um uh experts i guess you know helping helping uh you know the dynamic duo out you know pastor Cal and the og dr pepper Okay, so um, 2,500 Nashville singles applied. So um, that's a pretty big number. Okay, and um, of course, all the people sit down and have a discussion with Pastor Cal and Dr. Pepper. And um, Pastor Cal and Dr. Pepper are picking people. And there was one person that struck Dr. Pepper's fancy. And she made it to like the final, uh, yeah, the finalist section. And she was like, "Oh, I didn't see anything superficial, you know, coming from her." And I was like, "Mm, "Wait a minute!" And I rewound, um, it a bit because there was somebody that says something which I thought not a red flag, but like a a pin, just like "Mm, I didn't like what she said about that. And then when Doctor Pepper said, "Oh, I didn't see anything superficial about her," I was like, "Wait a minute." that's the same chick and she was like oh um the person the person's name is Kristen she's like oh I don't require much unless I ask for it so when I ask for anything I feel like I feel like I should get it it's like I mean sure but again why you know um yeah I I don't I don't like how that sounds you know Um, it almost sounds like a child, you know, Oh, I've been good all day. Can I have like ice cream now? No, you can't, (laughs) you know, um, I don't require much unless I ask for it, you know? And when I ask for anything, I feel I I should get it. Well, you know what? That's how everybody feels. You know, I, I, I've been good at my job. I deserve a raise. Do I get it? No, (laughs) you know what I mean? So I don't know why just because, you know, you're like obedient means that you should get like extra privilege or something like that, you know? Um, a lot of men will say the same thing to you. Hey, I've been good paying your bills, blah blah blah, I guess I'm ass? What's the answer? No, right? Exactly. So <laughs> same shit. So, um Okay, so they're at the house visits. Uh and Pastor Cow talks to uh, a, another finalist, Nicole, <clears throat> and he asks, you know, are you ready for marriage at first sight? And Nicole goes, I've ha-, Nicole goes, I've had a great single life. I had my fun, lived a full single life, and I'm established. And now I'm ready for marriage. I always love how they just like, you know, pass through that they've been fucking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, I have, I've had my fun. Yeah yeah you've had your fun Mm -hmm. mm-hmm that's what i'm talking about nicole i've lived a full single what does that mean i've lived a full single life doesn't like there's not there's not that much to do while you're single you know what i mean like what does that mean like what you you live the full single life does that mean you get a crib you live in it that just means like you're an adult But to say, you know, I've lived a full single life, I think that means, you know, you get to have casual sex and just like live life and and go on vacation. But then that shit gets boring because now you want somebody permanent, you know, and again, I'm not, I'm not a slut shaming or whatever, but I'm just trying to find the context of what a full single life means. You know, i i it's gotta just it's gotta mean two things at least for a woman is she's gone on many vacations, you know, carefree into the wind. Y'all, you know, women love adventure, adventure and vacation, and or she's had a lot of casual sex, right? So now she's ready for marriage. Okay, <laughs> um, she says, "Do you want to?" No pastor Cal says do you want a nice guy or a guy with edge and she says i want somebody with a little spice but not traditional bad boy i'm over it been there done that see so she kind of you know she she's stereotypical she goes for the traditional bad boy because you know he's whatever mysterious and and more whatever fucking attractive and shit but you know she's been burned so she's she's wisened up but she doesn't want a simp either i guess or, or a quote-unquote nice guy um sorry i guess that's fine too i don't know but uh let's see um the funny thing is she says she wait She says she hasn't had sex in two years. Recently moved to Nashville. Um, I don't necessarily. Don't find that to be true. I mean. I'm, uh, no. That sounded wrong. I'm I'm sure she's telling the truth. But. I don't see why. She felt the need to do that. <laughs> because. I hate it when women say. Some, someone did this last year too I mean last season I forget who but I don't see why women think that that's honorful I, I mean I, I guess I guess I can see where that comes from from a woman thinking from a man's perspective as in saying like cause you know to a man a body count matters and whatever so if you've stopped yourself from doing that, that means you've stopped the body count, you know. So I can see the appeal of why a woman would say that uh, to um to to garner some adoration towards that accomplishment, but at the same time, it's not looked at. As the same as if a guy said, "I haven't had sex in two years." A guy saying, "I haven't had sex in two years," meaning means he couldn't get any ass for two years. You know, me, um, I haven't had sex in one. I haven't had sex in a year. You know, that that's not that's not powerful or magnificent. Magnificent. That's sad. <laughs> you know, I haven't had sex in a year because I couldn't get sex in a year she hasn't had sex in two years just because she's decided to not have sex anymore (laughs) that's the only reason because nicole is fucking cute you know what i'm saying she she's she like she's not she's not thick well maybe she's thick she's more broad i like her arms i mean i know i know like women don't like this but i like her like like her poofy arms like they're attractive to me but yeah it's she's she's an attractive woman if she wanted to, she could get sex that night, okay, so for her to say, "Oh, I haven't had sex in two years, oh wow, wonderful that's I don't know that's like a vegan saying, "I haven't eaten meat in a year, okay, but you can eat you can eat meat right now, <laughs> you know like no one no no one's stopping you from having sex as opposed to, uh, only you are you know the people who are stopping me from having sex are the people that I want to have sex with. <laughs> That's the difference. So I don't see why women hold that in high regard. Oh, I haven't haven't had sex in this long. Man, shut up. That don't matter. You can have it anytime you want. So that accolade is moot. Don't mean shit. But we move on. Um, So we go to Dr. Pepper. And we have another finalist, Shaquille. And she says that she has a great closet. And he knows how to tailor um uh God is big in his life. Um he describes himself as ambitious, creative, optimistic, outgoing and loyal. Um then Dr. Pepper visits some other people, like someone named Kendra, someone named Jasmine Uh I think Dr uh Pacheco uh, uh visited clint and this man has a full rig flight simulator like if anybody knows what that means you know flight simulator i don't know if it's microsoft flight simulator but it's a flight simulator pretty much it's a video game that um you know it's not like ace combat or something like that where it's like play flying it's like this is how pilots actual pilots learn how to fly their planes it's like it's very it's a simulation so um it's very one-to-one very realistic on how um planes get flown and and he has this in his house he has the whole like rig you know he has the he has the um monitor and but he has like the um all the all the uh bells and whistles and the and the odometers and all that stuff and and the um level what is the, the the i don't want i'm saying joystick so you so you can visually see what i'm talking about but it's not it, it's not called the joystick but that's what he has <laughs> and i'm like oh man like why does he have that man girls aren't gonna freaking like that shit um, um and yeah he, he uh patrick i talked to him for a bit um then we had this girl on named julisa she's very well-rounded um she says she has a lot to offer in terms of creativity mindset and she says i want to be their best friend i want to support them um i want to be their safe space she's been single for six years she's been doing the work so now she wants to have a partner that is an excellent trait and that's an excellent thing to say um and a little spoiler alert she would have been my boo of the season because she was cute and i loved what she said but sadly she was not picked for the show and i'm very angry about that (laughs) because she was very cute um that would have that would have totally been my boo of the season um, now we have Kirsten, the one who freaking said, you know, whatever, fucking you know I get what I want when I say it. Well, she didn't say that. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. The one the one that I didn't like before. So she says, um, um, I don't wanna be alone at forty um with no husband and no kids. Hey, I see what she's talking about. She's thirty two. She doesn't want to be alone at forty. I'm 42, so yeah, it sucks over here, (laughs) being alone with no kids, yeah, it sucks, Uh, but hey, but some people say that, you know, it's a blessing, some people say it's an actual blessing that I am single where I'm at because marriage is not greener, it's not greener on the other side, and that kind of sucks too, hearing that, you know, Uh, I, I feel sorry for that. I feel sorry for those people out there Who are just You know They didn't get the marriage that they signed up for And that's unfortunate And they think that You know Yeah it's just that Oh I thought marriage was gonna be this way But they're like oh Now I see what marriage is about And it's like yeah man it's a blessing Just be happy that you're single I'm like fuck Shit that's that's the shit that nobody tells you about marriage um but yeah but anyway but yeah um what's her face um julissa would have definitely been my boo of the season and yeah what kirsten's saying at 40 and no husband no kids i feel i feel feel on that you know again I, i feel on that um i completely understand that notion it is uh it is lonely but again I guess you know my time will come or it won't. You know, I just I just got to be fine with that. I just got to live on my own and see how that is, you know. Anyway, uh Kirsten wants a spiritual man of faith. She she doesn't want anybody who isn't loyal. Um she wants a seven Seven to eight inch dick uh not average that's that's what she wants in a man, <laughs> okay, hopefully was his face uh so wh- whoever that husband is, I hope you reach that criteria and we have Gina, and she's asked, Are you ready for this? and she's like, I hope so uh, she's been growing up with the idea of getting married uh and she's fine with making more money than her husband. Yeah, it's but I don't know. We'll we'll see about that. <laughs> every, every every well, not everybody, not every chick says that. Chicks will immediately be like, well, I don't want to make more money than him because um, now I have to use my money in support of the relationship. Oh my God, really? You have to use your money to help in the relationship. Oh my God. Well, what is that? That sounds like that sounds like fifty fifty. In a relationship... Oh my god, we can't have that... No... The man needs to spend all his money... And you keep your money... Remember what the saying goes... His money is our money... And... Her money... Is her money... Remember that? Fucking bitches... Anyway... (laughs) Um... So yeah... I think this is Chris... I believe... I think that's the name... 36... Um... He says, people are playing games on apps, and he's just open to the idea of marriage. And yes, people play games on apps. Holy shit. Don't worry, I'm going to have an episode all about it, about my recent um time on the dating apps. Um, um, Chris says what makes him fun is that he likes to joke around, and he likes to make people laugh i like that we have jasmine who's 32 she's a pageant queen um i believe that automatically makes her high maintenance um and then she's asked oh will you be will you be like this all the time uh you know being all dressed up you know pageant queen wise and she's like no 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 uh he won't get you know pageant queen all the time unless they go out Um, she was with an ex for four years he bought a ring and a year later he left Um, she wants a best friend where they can grow someone strong in their faith she's a preacher's kid which means she's freaky and family is important to her okay so then we have McKinley yeah that's what he's saying or Mac for short um he says his wife can do whatever I'm comfortable by myself I'm compassionate he's he's family oriented no 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 he wants somebody who's he wants somebody who's compassionate family or, oriented and sassy and goofy that's what he wants uh, we have Eris, which is... Th- he's 39. Um, he d- what? he does her laundry and folds it. He's over the games. Um, he wants his girl to be confident, loved by her family, not stuck in her ways. Um, and he wants... And he wants to root for his wife and he wants that reciprocated emma she wants to find her person girl so do i uh dominique she says she doesn't want them to be perfect she wants them to she wants them to try and i like that she says can't compromise can't compromise on kids she wants someone who's caring and loyal someone who's genuinely a nice person ambitious in their career emotionally Mature. Um, I do I date older men because I have emotional maturity. Yeah. Dominique, I believe, is like 25. She's, so she's probably like one of the youngest people to, uh, get on Married at First Night. But she, but you can tell that, I mean, you can tell she does sound like old or older. Um, she's 25, but she's, she sounds like she's 29. I mean, I know that's only four years, but like she does sound like she's older. Um, she doesn't, yeah, she doesn't, 29 would be my base. She doesn't, either 29, she's either, she's 25, but she sounds 29. Or, if I have to be in the 30s, she would seem like a very young 32. Um. So, Pastor Cal and Dr. Pepper, they round up all the finalists on their little uh paper on their little table there with their uh what is it with the finalists headshots and they compare the couples so the first couple is going to be Kirsten and Shaquille um miss uh, her their monikers are Mrs. Great Expectations so oh, that's great and Shaquille is the devout workaholic both want both want kids, both go to church, both ha- love family, both care how they represent. Then we have Mac and Dominique. Uh, Dominique is the old soul. Mac is the introverted dreamer, which is me. Um, so I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna um connect with Mac as the guy. Uh, both like working out, both like sports, family. Um, there's Nicole and Chris. Both are caretakers. Both. Are serving the sass. Oh no. They're both caretakers. Nicole is serving the sass. Chris is Mr. Nice Guy. Um, I might be that too. Um, No I I mean I am that. But I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see how Chris fares out. Then we have Jasmine and Eris, And we have Queen without a king. And Eris is reformed and ready for love. Then the last is Clint and Gina. And Clint is seeking a first mate, and Gina is spontaneous styling and slang. um, yeah, and again, they didn't pick Julissa, I, I was, I was so pissed, um, that would have been my, that would have been my boo, so now the announcements, um, uh, Nicole, she says, I'm the queen of annoying and serious, um, that's, that's gonna be, that's a red flag right there, because the announcements of when uh Dr. Pepper and Pastor Cal go around and tell everybody that they've been selected and they have two weeks to get married. Chris says, you know, he got a number, but he never put, you know, that that's, that's never happened in six months. And I'm like, yeah, that always happens. Like women smell when you're about to get like locked up, whatever. And then now all of a sudden they want to fucking deal with you. When before they didn't give two shits. You know what I mean? Um yeah so and the funny thing is he pictures uh one of the cameramen is like oh you know what do you think your wife looks like or what do you think her name is and he's like yeah i'm picturing a nicole a brown haired nicole and i'm like the fuck kind of psychic ass thing is up with you uh clint grew up with a family of boys and crying is soft that's that's what clint says so we have a misogynist on our hands that's gonna be great um well we're gonna see how that flows but yeah, I mean, that's the end of the episode, really um, I mean <clears throat> there really isn't much else pertaining to that I mean, definitely when the first episode comes we're definitely going to get into depth about it it um, is the end of the episode but it's not the end of the show we have the skin deeps, the end self edition card game and we are number card 126 what's the what's the one most impactful thing i can do right now to change my reality situation wow what's the what's the one most impactful thing i can do right now to change my reality situation what's the Huh, what's the one more? Most... Hmm, I don't know. What's the one most impactful thing I can do right now to change my reality situation? Stop being a bitch, I don't know. Cause I, I don't know, because I, 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 this will happen, like I said before, I'm going to have an episode about the dating stuff. But more than that, Like, last week was supposed to to be, like, the greatest week of my life. Like, I had a, I had, um, I I reached to the second point of a job interview. I had a date with a freaking girl. You know what I mean? It was freaking nuts. I I thought I was, you know, I thought I was going to be able to quit and then leave my job, which would have been fucking amazing. And I thought, you know, things were going to go well with this chick. Everything, everything went bad. Freaking failed on the interview. Went on the date with the first chick. Then she gave me some bullshit excuse about her family. And now, fucking, she doesn't even hit me back text-wise, whatever. Cool. So I felt bad. I was like, what the fuck? I ain't shit. Because before, like last week, I was fucking, you know, um, to the moon. You know what I mean? But, um, But then, like... I fucking sucked because I was like, "Wop, wop," you know what I mean? It's like, in in one week, I was like the man, and then next week I was like the bitch, you know? So I felt horrible, and I was like, you know, I thought I can do no wrong. Now I feel like it was all wrong. So like, what's the what's the one most impactful thing that I can do right now to change my situation, my reality situation? you know, pick myself up, I guess, what's the one most impactful thing, I don't know, I don't get, I don't know, because it's two different things, like, you know, with the job thing, yeah, I'd be like, oh, get out there and fucking, you know, you know, do some more resumes, or get out there, go on more dating sites, (sighs) you know, go on more dating sites and stuff like that, but it's like, what's the one thing that connect them, you know, connecting those things, get back up, you know get back up and continue to push forward and move on because sulking is not going to do anything sulking is going to make them win you know because you're putting your worth into other people's hands where your worth should come from you and you don't need to you don't need to continue to show them that oh you know am I worthy am I worthy of you am I worthy of you it's like nah They need to know If They're worthy of me Because I'm the prize You know I need to show them That like no I'm that dude And you Are fucked up For not Fucking with me You know So that's That's how I gotta see it You know So I gotta You know I just gotta pick myself up And just keep going You know That's That's Essentially what I have to do You know So Um So let's, you know, let's let's get to it, man. That's how we got to do it. So, all right, that's the end of the. That's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Listen Notes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T I N Q P O D. That is at TinkPod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com and I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.